Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our time at five as we go to the bottom of the 11. Here's Aaron Boone. Nick's down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it. Here's All right, welcome back to New York Sports Is Our Better. This is episode 16 now. Can't believe we've made it this far. What started out as a bit has become a true found passion of mine. So, I mean, glad glad I've gained you guys as followers. Glad I've gained you guys as friends. Uh, we're going to jump right into the New York Sports recap of the week. Uh, big news today, Steve Cohen, uh, official press conference as the, uh, the Mets owner now. A lot of good stuff came out of him today. Uh, he seems like he's very, very, very focused on winning. He's very focused on the fans. He knows that he doesn't have much baseball experience. He said he's going to leave it up to the professionals, the guys that he's going to hire. Uh, really good stuff. Uh, he did that. He did mention something about uh, meat and potatoes. Uh, big fan he of said, meat and potatoes. We want meat and potatoes this year, not just any meat and potatoes. Gourmet. Gourmet meat and potatoes. Uh, I mean, just a wild quote. Uh, seems like a great guy. Uh, he said, if they don't win a World Series in the next three to five years, it'll be uh, slightly disappointing. So I think he has some sort of realistic expectations, but it seems like losing is not in his, uh, not in his, not in his future. Um, that's all I really have to say about the Mets. Uh, we can hop right into the Giants and Jets this week. What do you say? I mean, we just got Kyle over here. Worst Wi-Fi in the world. That's why he's a producer and not a host. Um, just absolutely horrendous Wi-Fi over there in Texas. Kyle's doing big things for us, though. He's, uh, he's definitely helping out big time. He's going he's gonna to be getting this podcast to the next level. Uh, he's doing a great job. He's lined up more <laughs> interviews uh, than I ever did. Uh, we have literally a month filled with interviews coming up, and I'm not going to leak anybody yet. Uh, maybe I'll leak that maybe this week. Throw a little tease. Got some big names though, and they're not just our high school friends. Yeah, they're not just high school friends. They're not just friends. Uh, they are they are pretty big names. People you guys see around Twitter, people you see around New York. So, a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, even more exciting news though: the New York Giants are in a playoff hunt yet again. Um, just when you think this team is out, it is right back in it. Unbelievable. Daniel Jones played phenomenal. Uh, the defense played all right. They played decent. I mean, just an overall good game. The Redskins are really bad. Kyle Allen, uh, second quarterback this year to have his legs just snap right in front of uh, the Giants secondary. Uh, Logan Ryan broke Dak Prescott's ankle, and now Kyle Allen's entire right leg is dissembled because of Julia, uh, not Julius, uh, Jabril Peppers. So, I mean, Rest up, Kyle Allen. You'll be back out there just like Alex Smith after his injury. Um, Alex Smith looked like a Greek god, a guy that came straight from fucking heaven from in that second half up until the last couple of drives where he threw two picks. Giants played really well. Giants are back in it. Giants beat the Eagles this week. 
then they are tied for first place or tied or just in second place. The Eagles have that tie, which is weird. I don't know how that works. But the Jets, they did everything they could to really almost fuck up their tank. Uh, they almost allowed the pass to swoop in, get Trevor Lawrence, and just never look back and win the next 10 Super Bowls. But they they pulled it out. They pulled out the good loss. And, I mean, there's not really much to it. Um, the Jets are going to jet. They're going to suck. Uh, Joe Flacco looked fantastic. Kyle is a big fan of Joe Flacco. Uh, his time with the Ravens. Kyle, a big Baltimore fan. Yes, pretty odd that he's a Baltimore fan and working for a New York podcast, but he's a good friend, so we'll let it slide. When I saw Joe Flacco throw a pass to Brashard Perryman last night, and that was flashbacks of 2015 Baltimore Ravens. But here was the difference. Flacco's three touchdowns, one interception, 18 for 27. And I was still in Mancino's spot here as a Jets guy, but I'm throwing out stats, 97% passer rating. Killed it. It was like old Flacco. It's like literally watching that Super Bowl run Flacco, and he's been like this all along. People just doubt him. He passed Joe Montana in passing yards, and he's still got at least five, six, seven more years in him. I mean, I think that's, we're gonna be. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty phenomenal. Congrats to Joe. Always, always great to see him uh, pass a, a great one like Joe Montana. So. So yeah, Jets they're they're right in first place in the draft. So good for them. They're they they I think they're really sticking to that to that that tank plan getting Trevor Lawrence. I think they should get rid of Darnold, especially cuz Flacco looks so good. Maybe if even if they don't get Trevor Lawrence, Flacco looks like he could be around for 10, 20, 15, 35 more years. Um but yeah, Jets did Jets did, played well. They they lost. They played well all game then they lost. So it's a good sign to see for Jets fans, the New York sports is their better parlay with the Jets and Giants money line, 100 for 750. That missed because the Jets decided to tank. So on to next week. Next week is going to be the week that the New York sports is their better parlay hits. We This week we actually interviewed uh, three Virginia football players, phenomenal guys, Bobby Haskins, A.J. Mejia, and Zane Zandier. Bobby's a good friend of mine, a host. AJ, a guy that I knew nothing of up until I visited Bob going to the uh, Orange Bowl last year. He uh, picked me out uh, when I was with Bob. He goes, are you the big diesel too? I said, yes, I am. And well, that's kind of how that went. Uh, That's the second person that noticed me by my Twitter. So that was pretty cool. But we've been friends ever since. So he got on and then Zane is a absolute stud on the defense of Virginia. So Fun interview, great guys, funny stuff, uh, intriguing stuff, interesting stuff. So can't wait for you guys to listen. It's going to come up right after I plug the fact that you guys should subscribe to Apple Music, follow us on Spotify, and also stay tuned to the YouTube channel because we're going to be posting a lot more content out there. I hope you guys enjoy. Kyle, welcome aboard. I also want to welcome aboard our graphic designer, Amy Shields. Um, she hasn't done much, but she, she was hired. So also shout out Henry Houghton for making, uh, all of the other designs that I make on shirts. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, here's the interview. Kyle, you have anything else to say? New York sports deserve better. New York sports deserve better. Right. Love you guys. Welcome. This is an interview with two, maybe three. We're not sure yet. Three very phenomenal players at the very established 
University of Virginia. Uh, they play football. They are having a great year starting at last week or the week before. Big win against UNC. Very excited about that. Uh, they're great players, but they're phenomenal friends as well, phenomenal followers. Uh, great to have them on. Uh, it's going to be AJ and Bobby and hopefully Zane. So also Kyle's in here. You guys remember Kyle. Me, Bob, Kyle, original three that started this podcast. Kyle kind of saw himself out. Bobby stuck with, stuck with us for a while. Then he focused on football. Completely fine on Bobby's part, but now Kyle's trying to hop back right on the uh, right on the train, a little bandwagon guy. So he's in here. He's going to be grabbing clips. Uh, Bobby, AJ, welcome. Um, great to have you on. Uh, how you how are you guys? It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Whether uh, you know, it's it's always nice to find your way back home. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you leave home, you come back. It feels good. Um, Happy we're feeling you ever good see, today. Um, do you ever read uh, the story of Odysseus? The story of Odysseus, yes. Yeah, um, how he leaves home, travels to Hades, uh, and meets with Tiresias, the blind seer of Thebes, and then returns home to slay the suitors who are trying to bed his mother. Um, that's kind of how I feel right now. I have to say, Bob, you have one of the wisest minds I know. It's unbelievable. It really is. Odysseus what goes through your head, mom, right? No, no, that was that's that was that's that, Rex. That, yep, Oedipus Oedipus um, this episode is actually brought to you <laughs> by uh, Shang's Blessings, the number one hot dog stand in Providence. Find them on the corner of Eaton Street for official? a late night dog. Uh, that is a <laughs> that's a official sponsor of Shang's Blessings. I'll be getting a dirty dog there for free for the next <clears throat> year. So we're gonna hop right into it. Uh, We'll start off with some boring stuff. How is life at Virginia and within the football program with the coronavirus going on? I'm sure a lot of people want to know. Uh, I think AJ could uh, can follow up as well, but I think it's just been uh, much more like low key. You know what I mean? It's just like we're all kind of um, everyone's kind of like committed to just making sure we don't get it, um, and so like there's no way to like make sure you don't get it. But I think we're trying to reduce like the amount of risk. So, I mean, not really, not really going out to eat at all. Not really hanging out in big groups, just kind of like staying socially distant, staying masked up, um, you know, just trying to follow all the rules to give us the best chance to play. So you guys like in a bubble? Is that what it is? Is that what it's like? Um, we were, we were for a little bit uh, over the summer when we first came back. Uh, no one really knew what, how stuff was going to go with getting guys back to work out and stuff like that. So, uh, we all moved into a dorm uh, or like an apartment style, like residence hall uh, for about six weeks just to make sure um, we'd be able to like work out and try to limit like exposure. And then once we started having um, like, you know, once we went a long time without having any problems with it, we all moved back to, um, you know, like our normal housing arrangements. Yeah. All right. That's happened to some good juicy stuff, huh? Yeah. A little, little insider information. So, uh, Bobby, you came back, you got hurt last year or this, or this summer, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, back is a very, very tough injury to come back from, right? Back and back. Um, but you found yourself on, back onto the field. Yet again, I said the word back. How, how was that journey from getting hurt, getting the surgery, and fighting your way back onto the field? Because I know 
I know the Cavaliers, I know the Hoos, and I know Bronco Mendenhall. You got to earn your spot back. What was that like trying to get that spot back and kind of succeeding because you were the number one rated uh, player in Pro Football Focus last week? Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was just, it was good. I mean, I remember like you were, you were very sweet. You came over uh, a couple of days after surgery with some ice cream and, uh, you were you were there for me when I was when I was down and bedridden, uh, and I'll always remember that and appreciate that. And uh, uh, no, it was just like something that was bothering me a lot, um, kind of in the off season, and so that's why we like went in to get it done. But it's uh, I, honestly like with everything going on with COVID this year too, like I've tried to not like worry as much about that and just like have fun with it, you know, just like just go out and, and play hard and have fun with it. Um, and like the the two guys that are uh, starting right now, tackle are awesome, and they're playing great, and they're uh, they've been like awesome, uh, um, you know, guys to lean on and 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 help you know work back from an injury with. So it's it's been a really uh, really good situation. That's fantastic to hear. Um, we're definitely rooting for the Who's, but I am especially rooting for you. So I want you to get that job. I don't I don't want to. I want you to get snaps. Okay. Thank thank you, Danny. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll we'll, set up we'll a petition. Add, we'll add it's fun seeing him back out there. It's, it's, it's incredible seeing him out there. I miss him wreaking havoc on the field. I want to talk about the touchdown, the infamous touchdown, not touchdown. Just, you know, I mean, I bought, we did hear a little bit about how there was a potential situation where you could catch a pass. And let me tell you, I saw it. I was watching it live. And I look up, I had no sound on my TV. I see number 70 in the end zone with the football. Just, just run me through that. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was a little, little trick play we had. Um, uh, I like, I was supposed to, um, like pretend like I missed my block, which, uh, I, I'm very convincing at. And it's not, it wasn't hard for me to, to masquerade as that, that guy that misses the block. Uh, and then <laughs> it's supposed to like run and in, run into the backfield. Um, and then it would be a lateral. And then that's what, when I'd catch it and, and score. And so that would be, that's how like legally it should have gone. Uh, but I got, I got like really excited and I just like <laughs> turned around and caught it. So I didn't like, I didn't go back further. Uh, was there, was there any doubt you were catching the ball? Was it, was that ever? Uh, it, it like had almost never worked in practice um, because like everyone knew it was coming. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. uh, but it was. Uh, Florida didn't know it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, no, I mean, it was, it was just, just, you know, it's just staring in just, just like uh, back in the, back in the backyard days. Um, AJ, you do onside kicks. Talk, weird. talk about it on a unsuccessful play. How hard is it to just, how hard is it to get an onside kick? Also, how, I did see you do an onside kick this year. Did not go well, did it? No, no, it didn't. Um, I think up until that Orange Bowl game, I was—I think I was a perfect three for three in my career, trying to find the odds, so to speak. It's—it's uh, it's honestly just complete luck, I would say. Just and we're—you got to be a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's also unreal at him. I mean, like he gets him in practice every week too. I, I, how, do you, how do you feel about like people trying to eliminate the onside kick? Uh, it, would, it would definitely it would uh it would hurt my draft stock you know? <laughs> uh, if that if that is the case. Um, back to, back to the the Orange Bowl catch. Uh, I think at that, at that point in the game it was uh, if I'm not mistaken that that uh, touchdown was to cover. I was excited about that. I was excited about my best buddy catching the touchdown. 
and I had to onside kick immediately following that touchdown. So it was a whole range of emotions <laughs> trying to keep those in wow. check. Um, yeah, keeping emotions in check. How is Bobby? I feel like you're a little bit of a okay. There goes Zane. Um, Bobby, you're you're a bit of a uh, emotional guy, right? You're big, but you're emotional. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that's fair to say, Danny. Yes, <laughs> I have seen you a whole range of emotions yeah. running through my body. Um, emotions fly sometimes in practice or games. Uh, do you guys ever have those just team on team like inner inner turmoil at all? Like maybe a couple fights on the practice field, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean a little bit. I, I think I think sometimes you kind of want that. I think that's like how you know everyone's everyone cares. You know what I mean? Because if no one if nobody cared, then nobody would ever um, fight. So I think it's kind of a good thing. Families uh, fight. If, if, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean every now and then, uh, now and again, you know, you get a scruff, you get someone uh, throwing a shove or a little little swing after the play. Um, uh, ACC championship, you got flagged for a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. How often does that happen to you, and why does it happen? I feel like you're you should be more disciplined going to a Catholic school in high school. Yeah, um, you know, I thought I was raised better than that, but uh, you know, when you're out in the in the fog of war, one thing leads to another, and uh, I, I'm not ashamed to say I lost my composure momentarily. All right. We got him. We got him, though. You hold him here. You want to hold him here? Zane. Ask him questions. Zane, so you have the opportunity to play uh, way more often than these guys. So <laughs> what's it like being on the field unlike them? And you, you, you play a very violent position in, in linebacker. What, you seem like a very nice guy. You're wearing glasses. You're very put together. What turns you into that different beast when you get onto the field? Yeah, I'd say, you know, taking way more snaps than those guys is a lot more fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. I just uh, I just like hitting people. I like being violent. I, off the field, I try to throw it off and be a decent guy. But, you know, sometimes things fall over, I guess. He's a good Catholic. He is, he is a good Catholic. We love, it. we love a good Catholic. Um, but you say you say that kind of that violence overflows into your normal life. Is that a is that an off the field problem? Uh, no, not not too often, unless unless Bob doesn't come correct. Then. <laughs> I mean, Bob Bob always deserves a good ass whooping. Um, so, do you have do you have one sack this year? If I, if I looked up your stats, do you have one sack? Yeah, so I have one, but um, I actually have three, and two of them didn't count because one was a two-point conversion, and the other one was, like, a fumble that turned into, like, a, a, a play that was blown dead early that went to, like, decision by UNC to, like, replay the down or something shit like that. Interesting. So I was going to propose that yeah. you wear – I was going to propose that you wear an undershirt that just says New York sports deserve better. And the next time you get a sack, you pull that under from out of your jersey. I think we could do that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, In in terms of celebration, what's your favorite celebration to do after a sack or a tackle? Do you like to flex on them or maybe throw a little dice roll, like a TikToker, or what's the deal with that? (laughs) The TikToks, you know, I'm a Steelers fan. They're they're big on that nowadays, but – um. I do like I do like the flex, I like a good yell, a good scream, I like a shout out my boys on the sideline normally. You know? <laughs> he's been also known to get gritty uh, quite a bit. I, I do get gritty every once in a good while. 
feel pretty good about that recently. Um, AJ, what would you do if you got an onside kick? You ever have a pin drop? <laughs> no. What is that? It's good. It's good. It's kind of hard to explain. You like tuck your foot behind your knee, drop down to the ground, like spin back up. That would be – you have to do yeah. that. Yeah, no, I mean, also, or, or, or get gritty as well. Well, let's hope you guys aren't in a situation on side <laughs> kick. Paul Mejia here is the all-time leading freshman scorer in UBA history. Actually. Don't, don't sleep yeah. on that, yeah. That people, true fact. people forget that, yeah. yeah. I should have had that stat before when I was introducing you guys. Time. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you, ever heard of, you ever heard of Tiki Barber match up? Yeah, I heard of Tiki Barber. I'm not fond scored of Tiki. More points, scored more points than all of them. Like we mentioned earlier before the interview, you guys did lose four straight, uh, but then you came back big with a with a win against a ranked team and UNC. I had the money line, which was awesome. So, what is it like to I mean go through that four game stretch and then cop right back in against a good team like UNC and get into that winning mentality again? Yeah, I'd say um, yeah, UNC was kind of a dogfight, you know, a little bit of a shootout. Uh, I think it was a pretty hard fought win, like for our team and. It felt good to be back in uh, the win column after, you know, four straight losses of, you know, COVID football, which is kind of just us hanging out and losing is pretty shitty altogether. So there's not much fun in that in that month of losing. And, uh, finally, we're able to have some fun, get that W. Um, Bob, did you play at all? Uh, against, <laughs> yes, against Carolina, I did. 31 snaps, right? Yeah, yes. Tell Bronco I'm counting. Okay, well, I'll make sure I, I'll pass along that information. Um, Bob, did they did you face anyone in that game that you were you felt overpowered by? Um, I didn't uh, get like too many like bull rushes. I think I think I do better against guys that are more uh, quick. I'm a little lighter, so I think I kind of like match up well that way. Kyle just typed in the chat to ask Zane if he prefers winning or losing better. I don't know why he. I mean, you can answer it. But, like, it's just a stupid question from a guy that is not really – he's just a producer, so maybe just answer it. This is a producer question. It's uh, not my question because it's a dumb question. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go with winning. <laughs> okay. Kyle, did you hear that? Uh, I like winning. Yeah. We, we, winning? We, we agree. Collectively we agree. as a group, it's a winning. You also, okay. You learn more from a loss than from a win. That is yeah. true. I, yeah, but I don't love, <laughs> I don't love learning enough to – <laughs> um, what it, what are you guys looking forward to the rest of the year? What's the game plan? Uh, the tech game's a huge one, and then I think uh, staying COVID, staying COVID free the rest of the way too to give us just the best uh, chance to win the rest of them. Yeah, we, we play some pretty decent teams. Uh, uh, I think Florida State's alright, but uh, Boston College obviously played Clemson pretty tough. They're a good team. Winning that one and then playing the other teams tough, and you know, obviously winning the rest of them would be so sick. It'd be chill too. Win- winning out would be huge. I want Zane. Uh, I want you to put Jerkovic in the dirt. Getting into a good bowl game, but not necessarily good in terms of uh, the actual bowl, but like when it when it when it is, you know. Yeah, at home. I mean, um, last year was fantastic to to get down to Miami. Maybe you guys can treat us again. Uh, Zane, how would you like to be drafted by the New York Jets? Honored. Honored. Okay, yeah. we'll clip that. We'll clip that. <laughs> That's my guy. Um, how's it like? Uh, if you guys play college football, you're if you're playing for a school. You're in a program. Obviously, you want to live a normal life. So, do you feel like you're ever under the microscope, especially in a time like now with COVID and that stuff? 
your actions are being looked at more closely than other students. Uh, how does that feel? Like, does that affect you and your social life? Does that affect you with my social media? I know you guys are big Twitter guys, big Instagram. You guys love showing off. Uh, so like, does that, does that, uh, does that affect it? I think we try, we try our best to keep, uh, who we hang out with to a minimum because of all the, you know, uh, protocols in place and getting a decent amount of trouble from what I understand. Don't really show too much face at bars or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think we've done a decent job this far. Hopefully we can keep that up. Uh, I, I think, uh, Snapchat and Instagram can be more, uh, more where, where you can find yourself getting into trouble. I know, uh, you know, it's, it's always good to unplug, you know, just, just, just live life. You don't have to tweet life, you know, just love it. <laughs> I could tweet a picture of Bob without his shirt yeah, on. Yeah, I think I, I tweeted. Oh, yeah. Back, uh, back, the yeah. general public just appreciates if that's delicious. I got really mad at AJ. I was, uh, I was looking real chubby in a picture with no shirt on. And he like, I I just looked real bad in it, and he put it on uh, on the internet. Yeah, he didn't, he, want, he, didn't want, he didn't want like forty Twitter followers seeing his nipples. Was it on Was it on Twitter or, or like Snapchat? Yeah. It was back when the, the Pope meme was going around. I I just had him hold up a picture of Bob like bald. That was I saw that. I like that. <laughs> I think my exact text him was, "Hey, do you mind taking my breast off of the internet?" And then, and then I and then I was gonna screenshot that text and have the Pope holding that one. <laughs> and also, he also disapproved of that one too. You should have. You should have. As mentioned, uh, beating Tech and all that stuff. Uh, they just came off a big uh, a big win. I mean, loss uh, with um, against Liberty. Is there anyone on Virginia Tech that you just absolutely despise? There's this kid named Enzo Anthony. He's a former uh, former long snapper at UVA. Uh, transferred. I no way. Him. Yeah, he's he's the, he's like their backup long snapper now. He was a freshman last year. And he was he was our starting punt long snapper. Transferred there. And now he's not playing at all. So. All right. So Enzo, if you got if you're if you find yourself stumbling upon this clip on Twitter, go fuck yourself. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, is there? I mean, last year you guys had that that whole thing of the defensive coordinator saying. I mean, that guy's an old bag, so he probably was just letting shit fly anyways. Uh, and then uh, is there anything like that, like up until this year, like that's going to fuel that fire, that rivalry during the uh, during this year's game? I think there was a – like I'm not a big Twitter beef guy. I never really was. I know that, like that's a big high school thing. But uh, I think like once our game was canceled, when it was supposed to be the first game of the season, there was some chatter back and forth between uh, the uh, two teams that – I don't think any of us got too involved with, but um, that might that might fuel things a little bit. I think there were some personal shots being taken that I kind of enjoyed, you know, just viewing, not, not partaking in. I mean, I think on social media it is very different than on the field uh, trash talk. On the field trash talk is incredibly scary. Uh, yeah, it can get a little mean. Yeah, yeah. what is the meanest Almost thing like you've said to someone? like they don't care about your feelings when they're saying all these things. Yeah, right? what's the meanest thing you've said to someone, and what's the meanest thing someone said to you on the field? Um, I can start. My first year against Tech, my first year against Tech, I missed a field goal. He's a 43-yarder, barely missed it. And uh, a guy told me I, I effing sucked, and that one hurt. That, okay. Yeah. It's a bit generic, but I mean, it's, it cuts to the point. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 bad. Yeah. That that's hurtful. Uh, this, this year, uh, this probably not definitely not the meanest thing. It's just something that came to my head. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, this year against Clemson, it was like maybe the first or second drive of the game, and 
And I think uh, one of their dudes jumped, like, a false start. And I'm, like, a big, like, false starts are, like, just a great opportunity to be able to, like, just scream at the offensive line, just tell them how big, stupid, ugly, and fat they are. Because, like, how stupid can you be? You know the snap count, you jump off sides, like, you're an idiot. And I think I might have said something like that. And, uh, I think it was their left guard or tackle. I don't really remember. He was actually a pretty good player. It was like, bro, you, you, he was like, I watch you on film for the past couple of games and you have no right to be talking shit. You are god awful at football. And I was like, it's not very nice. Like, <laughs> I, was, I thought it was pretty funny. And then, like, I got some decent pressure on him a couple times during the game and I had to let him know about that. So he can look back on that film and, and have nightmares about it in his sleep. Bob, how about you? I feel like there's a lot of ammunition against you. So. It's got to be good, but the worst thing that's ever been said about you. Uh, luckily, luckily, none of these guys know me personally, which would which would give them way more stuff to say. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, against Florida State, uh, one of their D linemen, I think on like a run play, like after, just got up and uh, said I was he was my dad, um, which is which was false. He's not my father, you know. And so. Um, that doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, no, I don't know what his – maybe he had personal stuff going on. But, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I think it's always funny. Uh, I've been called a little boy before too, which I'm, I'm not either. I'm, logistically, I'm pretty big. So, I think those are uh, always funny. I think those are oxymorons. Maybe. Is that the literary? I don't know. No, I don't I – don't, I, don't, I think it's just ironic maybe because you're big yeah. and they're calling you little. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. An oxymoron would be like you're a little giant. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 You spend this you spend this long in the podcast industry, you start to learn those technical terms. <laughs> um, I mean, we could wrap it up there. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, Zane, for being a floating head. Um, AJ, Bob, always great to see you. Yes, likewise, um, brother. Likewise. I'll chop this up and I'll put it out tomorrow morning. I'm sure we'll I'm sure, sure it'll be a hit. Um, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Love you guys. You want to, uh, Kyle? Love you, buddy. Good to see you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>